Shabbat Shalom. Before I begin with the teaching this morning, I want to take note of a, uh, a great loss in Israel passing this week of Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz, who was the first to translate the Talmud first from Aramaic into Hebrew with his commentary and then eventually into English. There are now other editions of the Talmud, but this great scholar and teacher in Israel was the first to undertake the massive task and said that had he known how tremendous the task was, he might not have done it. <laughs> so but he did it, then we should be grateful and may his memory be a blessing this morning's teaching is in his honor and in his memory. In our Parsha, we learn that when Aaron helped the people build the golden calf, as Moshe says in Akev, God was angry enough to want to destroy Aaron. Now, we didn't know that at the time. The Torah didn't say when the golden calf was built, that God was angry enough at Aaron to destroy him. We learned that Moshe saw the people were out of control because Aaron had allowed them to get out of control. But we never learn that God is angry specifically at Aaron. And in fact, we learn from Rashi why it is that Aaron helped the people build the golden calf. It's not because, of course, that Aaron himself was an idolater, but he was afraid that if he didn't help them, that they would kill him. And then he thought they would have a greater sin than even the sin of the golden calf. So even at the moment when he was helping, he was doing it because he was afraid of the sin that the people would commit. In other words, in his own way, he was trying to protect them. Nonetheless, of course, God is very upset that Aharon has helped. And yet, <clears throat> what we learn is something about the character of Aaron. Because the Talmud repeats again and again, how Aaron, how Aaron was beloved of the people. We are told, in fact, because notice of his death in Moses's recounting is juxtaposed to the breaking of the tablets, that the loss of Aaron was like the loss of the Ten Commandments, that it was such a great loss to Israel. We're going to wait one moment until we get Rabbi Wolpe back online as we uh, learn more about Aaron and the importance. Okay, there we go. We're just talking about Aaron, so it's time for you to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Um, I disappeared and reappeared. I'm sorry, as one computer dies, another lives. This is uh, part of the miracles of God. Um, all of a sudden, one just went blank. Uh, but fortunately, there is a backup. Um, so, the even as Aaron has participated in this sin, 
the people still feel this tremendous connection to him and this tremendous love for him. And the rabbis emphasize this for us. So how do we understand the place of Aharon as opposed to Moshe in the legacy and history of the Jewish people and in our own lives? And you'll see why I bring this up. Because Aharon represents, as it were, a different approach, not only to private life, but to public life. And one needs both. You can't have a Moshe without an Aharon, and you cannot have an Aharon without a Moshe. But we talk all the time about Moshe, whose approach is, as the rabbis say, Hadin Yikov Tahar, let the law pierce the mountain, is an approach in some ways of an unrelenting and severe and unremitting concentration on what is needed at the moment and what God demands. But Aharon is not that way. Aharon's approach is the approach of kindness and softness. We are told that when two people would fight, Aharon would go to one and say, you know, your friend really wants to make up with you. Will you meet with him? And they'll say, well, if he really wants to, okay. And then Aharon would go to the next one and say, you know, I was just seeing your friend. He really wants to make up with you. Will you meet with him? And that way would bring people together. In other words, Aharon represents the voices in our world and in our hearts that are forgiving, that are soft, and that are loving. In a time in which there is so much anger and recrimination, in which everyone is offended all the time, in which you cannot use a phrase without somebody trying in one way or another to censor your words because of their offense. We need to appreciate anew Aharon. Despite the fact that Aharon did something that even God disapproved of, he did it out of love for the people. And that motivation lasted in the people's hearts. It's why they cherished him. Why even the later prophets like Malachi praise Aharon. Because you understand that standing next to Moshe, people looked not so much for a face of severity and transcendence, but for a face of kindness and warmth. That they needed someone who would embrace them and who would love them, not with the stern love of Moshe, but with the accepting love of Aharon. That is why I think the only person in the entire Torah whose date of death, whose yurtzeit is mentioned is Aharon. The first of all, because Israel in its heart still mourns him. Not because he was perfect. We know he was not perfect. 
but because he was loving. But because he was an Ohev Yisrael, he loved the Jewish people. And that love covers a multitude of sins. That genuine, deep affection for the people that he led through the wilderness is something they needed. They drank like the water that his sister Miriam produced out of the wells. And we today remember that Aharon did this for us. He was, in the words of the rabbis, Ohev Shalom, one who loved peace, Rodev Shalom, pursued peace, Ohevet Habriot, loved God's creations, Umekorvan la Torah, and brought them close to Torah. Because sometimes, when sternness and the rod can't bring someone close to Torah, kindness and love can. And that is why we learn in a beautiful passage that I want to read you from the Tanhuma, from the Midrash. God says to Moses, say to your brother Aaron, greater than the gifts of the princes is your gift. For you are called to kindle the lights. Remember that that's what Aharon does. The priests kindle the lights. And while the sacrifices will last only as long as the temple lasts, the lights will last forever. The ner tamid, the light that lasts forever, that's a tribute to Aharon. Because the love that he expressed brought light into our lives. The love that he expressed endures. We talk a great deal about Moshe, but we should remember Aaron, who is the exemplar of the Ohev Yisrael, of the lover of Israel, because right now, Israel really needs to learn how to love each other anew how to accept each other anew, how to embrace each other again, so that the light of Aharon will continue to shine. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.